welcome to Deeply Rooted Online, where women encourage women by sharing scripture and stories of God at work. Well, hello, everyone. It's so nice to be back here with our panel, Esther Jennings, Martha Muntz, myself, Carrie Fellows. I'd like to introduce Esther today, who's going to put out there a topic I think is close to all of our hearts. And we'd like to um, all express our feelings on the way God leads us. Hmm. Esther? Well, thank you, Carrie. Today, we're going to talk about disappointment. Uh, I think we all deal with disappointment. Um, I've experienced it in the past. I'm currently experiencing it right now. And I'm pretty sure there's going to be lots of disappointment in the future because we live in a broken world. And so it's, I feel like disappointment surfaces when my circumstances turn out to be different than I had hoped for. And there's times when I also let myself down and disappointment consumes my thinking. Um, But my struggle with disappointment is most often in people and their choices. And that seems to be my greatest area of struggle because I can't control their choices. I have expectations and hopes and dreams for what the future will look like, how it will impact my life. But when others make choices that they just don't meet what I had thought that they should, and they let me down, it's very easy to allow emotions like anger, frustration, and even despair to rise to the surface and consume my heart. And so I was thinking about King David. Um, He was God's choice to lead God's people, but he was just like you and me. And not only did people disappoint him, but he let himself down numerous times. We read about his poor choices with Bathsheba and the sin that led to the death of his baby son in 2 Samuel 12. And we also understand the pain he must have endured when his son Absalom tried to take over the throne and wanted to kill him. I I just can't imagine the emotional pain that he experienced as he was running and hiding from his own son. And then there was King Saul who was always after him. But each time that King David experienced this disappointment and this heartache, what did he do? He cried out to God in his anguish, and he journaled these inspired psalms filled with his deepest longings and distress as prayers to God, because he knew he could trust God, because God had been there for him over and over again. So let's look at Psalm 103 and 13. It says, As a father shows compassion to his children, so the Lord shows compassion to those who fear him. See, David learned that through heartache, loss, and emotional pain, that the only one that he could truly trust and rely on was his father, God. The unfailing love and compassion of the one who had made him and knew him inside out was a source of assurance and strength in those times of deep disappointment for David. And so I'm just going to ask Carrie and Martha, if you have any thoughts on how should I respond when I can't control the impact of other people's choices? 
or when I let myself down even. I need to be reminded all the time that I am made in the image of God. Mm. Therefore, I've already been given the Holy Spirit, which gives us already, we have it within us, comfort, peace. Mm. Mm. So good, Carrie. Mm -hmm. Yes, I love that, Carrie. Um, The verse I was thinking of is in Hebrews. Um, It says, uh, since we have a great high priest, that's Jesus, who's passed through the heavens, Jesus, the son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who's unable to sympathize with our weaknesses. And he sympathizes with our weaknesses. He never sinned. But I also think, when you think of Jesus, what a disappointment. He knew Peter was going to deny him. Judas, you know, uh, sold him. His uh, disciples were scattered. They didn't stay with him. He asks them to to pray with him, and they fall asleep. I mean, how many times, time after time after time, Jesus experienced disappointment. And so when I experience disappointment, uh, two things come to mind. One is, you know, I'm so free to discuss this with Jesus. And like you mentioned, Mm -hmm. Esther, David took it to God. Mm -hmm. We can talk to Jesus about it and say, you know, we know you were disappointed. He sympathizes with us. He doesn't criticize us for being disappointed. Um, and the second thing is, uh, I would inc- I encourage myself, and I think it's encouraging for us all, to remember that we're not God. He knows the end from the beginning. So Jesus um, suffered for the joy that was set before him. He knew that what the end was. We're not like that. We don't know. So that's when disappointment is an opportunity for us to talk to God. And as David does in his Psalms, he he complains. He's really cranky. He's lamenting. And in the end, he brings it back and says, I bless the Lord. And it's mm-hmm. an opportunity for me. God will listen to all my disappointments. But in the end, I get this opportunity to trust him. And I am with you there, Esther. So often people are so disappointing and Mm -hmm. it doesn't turn out how I think it should. And I find that very distressing. Um, Mm -hmm. But bringing that to God and just laying it with him and realizing Mm -hmm. he'll take care of it, I find Mm -hmm. helpful. And also knowing I don't see the end. So Mm -hmm. I don't know what that person is growing into or what's going on in their life. And maybe God is going to use this. Well, not maybe. We know God is going to use it um, in their life and in our life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, too. If we we know the end, we know the end of the story, right? Mm-hmm. The big picture, not to minimize anybody's disappointment, really. But really, it's small compared to what we've got to look forward to Mm, i mean almost if you can detach yourself your heart from that deep hurt to say oh well here today Mm. gone tomorrow um Mm -hmm. i i kind of win the prize at the end Mm. and that's all that matters and Mm. if you can keep setting that in front of your that 
I mean, we live in a secular, broken world. I mean, I don't know about you. It doesn't take someone to disappoint me. It takes, like, it's all around me all the time. Mm -hmm. Almost desensitized to disappointment because it's a constant of what we live with. And if Mm -hmm. you read Psalm 73, it talks about um, the psalmist writing about looking around and seeing all these people getting fat and getting richer and Um, shaking their fist at God because they don't believe there's a God. And the psalmist says, but it's not fair. Why did they prosper? And I have to work so hard for what I got. And at the end of the psalm, I should have pulled it out and read it while I was sitting here. But the whole point is that the psalmist at the end, after talking to God about this, this unfairness of why are they doing so well and I'm hurting, at the end, he's like, because I know I have you, Lord. And it's just beautiful. Mm, so good. Um, I just want to re- take you to another Psalm of David in Psalm 34. And he says in verse 18, he says, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. I imagine the Lord picking up the pieces of whatever is breaking my heart And holding them in his palms and saying, I died to provide you the peace in the midst of your turmoil. I'm here. I'm holding you, looking after all the details. Don't worry. I've got this. And we see at the end of this psalm in verse 22, he says, the Lord redeems the life of his servants. None of those who take refuge in him will be condemned. And so he He just is, David is reminded over and over again, when he does take his, his cares and concerns to the Lord, that the Lord is near to the brokenhearted. And uh, so when I'm facing discouragement and disappointment in the circumstances or myself, um, I can remember this, this verse. And I can also remember that the steadfast love of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting to those who fear him and his righteousness to children's children. He is trustworthy and he never changes. And he's using these disappointments, I believe, to grow me and grow my dependence on him more and more. Um, Mm -hmm. If I can see it like that, sometimes it makes the disappointments more meaningful because then I realize that God's got a purpose and a plan in them. Yeah. Wow. You're right. It's, and it was the same as um, the Psalm that I was reading. It's take refuge in the, in God. That is, Mm -hmm. that is my comfort. Mm -hmm. Well, ladies, um, Esther, unless you've got anything else you'd like to add today, I'm going to sign off Mm -hmm. and until next time, remember his steadfast love for you and stay deeply rooted in his promises. Thanks for joining us at Deeply Rooted today. If God has been speaking to you and you want to connect with someone for prayer, email us at deeplyrooted at myharvestchurch.ca. Be sure to subscribe to this channel to receive notifications when new content is released. And finally, let's stay connected with one another and deeply rooted in Christ.